0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is
1: Believe. Believe in Everything Auburn is brought to you by Bet Online, your number one source for all your betting needs. You can get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and card games available to play right from your phone. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts.
0: Campbell, in the end zone, caught, touchdown honor, touchdown
2: Otter. a miracle to hair. nothing but green grass ahead of him, as
0: hard as they're going to try, they're not keeping this buck off this field tonight, 100 yards, can you believe it, I still can't believe it, now presenting, Believe in Everything Auburn, with your hosts, Taylor Davis and Jason Campbell. War Eagle, everyone.
1: Welcome back to Believe in Everything Auburn. I am Taylor Davis. He is Jason Campbell. No duh. Welcome in. We hope you had a great week since we last spoke, as always. We have another great episode for you today on the heels of a very big recruiting weekend for Auburn. We'll catch you up on some of that action. And we have a very special guest that's joining us, actually, a first time guest of the show but definitely a prominent figure in the Auburn football landscape the past couple of years. And a lot of eyes going to be on him in the next come coming weeks as fall camp gets going. Robbie Ashford is joining us. We're just going to have a little QB party. Robbie has been kind enough to agree to join us. So we will again, bring him in in a couple minutes, but first do have to acknowledge what happened this past weekend, big cat weekend down on the plains. And obviously it was on the heels of a very large flip for Auburn, Demarcus Riddick flipping from Georgia to come to Auburn, five-star linebacker. And it was, as we expected last week, a domino that led to some oh, others falling. Following that was four-star wide receiver Malcolm Simmons, who committed And then five star wide receiver Perry Thompson, who flipped from Alabama. And there was a lot of talk, a lot of hype, and expectation that that was going to come to fruition. But look, when you're up against the tide, you can never be too (laughs) sure. And it was very exciting. The entire Auburn fan base kind of united over this kid's decision and the announcement of it. And now this recruiting class has jumped to number 15 in the country, number seven in the SEC. I suspect it's not done yet either. So we'll continue to see this coaching staff get after it, but very impressive start.
3: Yeah, definitely impressive start. And uh, I just always wonder how do they rate these recruiting classes, you know, know. so early in the process. I I think it's based off numbers and then plus the stars Stars. of the athlete and everything. But, you know, people have also, let's not forget, we got a four-star receiver this weekend in Simmons. You know, this kid is a playmaker, like, Mm uh, you know, he's one of, he's ranked the number seven athlete in the nation right now, and he committed as well over the weekend. And, and him and Perry coming in together as a tandem, you know, it's going to be unique for Auburn. Uh, Perry Thompson, you know, from Julio Jonestown. So, oh, you know, to be able to pull him out of that environment to Auburn was a huge get. And I, I just yeah. think that what it's doing, Taylor, is showing people to believe in the program again. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a lot of people have stopped believing in the program over the last couple of years. And, you know, just so much toxic, toxicity going on, as you would say. But, you know, now they're seeing the opposite effect. They're seeing people with passion. Yeah. They want to get this program back to what it's used to being. And that's competing at a high level uh, for championships and uh, and everything. And I just feel like it all starts with recruiting. And, and every head coach, Saban is not winning at Alabama if he doesn't have the recruits that he get. You know, Dabo right. wasn't winning in Clemson if he didn't have the recruits, you know and and you can look at every team that's had success throughout the years it all starts with recruiting and Mm -hmm. and that's that's a big emphasis that this staff has put on like hey we're going to recruit and we have to make sure that we have players that's going to help us win games and uh and that just comes from someone like coach freeze being in the sec knowing the sec i don't know you get this kind of traction if you were to hire someone else Outside of not having experience in the SEC, I think uh you need someone like him that knows what it's gonna take week in and week out because guess what? It doesn't get easier. This is mm-hmm. our last year uh West and East conference. After Division. this, we go to yeah, East Division. So after this, we goes to we go to just, you know, they take the top two best and you go play in the SEC championship game.
0: And
1: so, we add two teams.
3: We had two teams. And so you gotta prepare yourself for for the future.
1: Right. No, I think that it is just remarkable what this staff has been able to do given, you know, what the past couple of years have been for this program, the total upheaval that wasn't just the coaching staff, it was also administration, we have a brand new AD, a lot of changes, you know, and so for them to come in, and not really even have a a resume from the past couple of years to show like, Oh, look what we've accomplished recruiting gets easier as you build, right? they're literally starting from the ground up. So to see that they have been able to get these guys to buy in when there's really nothing to show for it as of yet is just a testament to the caliber of recruiters that we have now gotten. And so I am incredibly encouraged, and there are definitely some others that are kind of on the horizon and that people are are keeping an eye on, so maybe we'll have some more news coming.
3: A lot of things are new. And let's be honest, it's going to take a little time for all of the jail together, but I like the direction that we're headed in.
1: Agreed. Agreed. And it all begins with fall camp, which starts on Thursday. So we are just a couple days away. The guys are just a couple days away. So we will certainly start to know a lot more in the coming weeks and some of the speculation and the projections and the guesses can be silenced because we will know a bit more. Um, it will also, it, it remains to be seen what Jarquez Hunter's involvement in fall camp is going to be and his availability. Again, that has not really been spoken on by any of the coaches, but at some point you can no longer hide it. So it will kind of come to light as will the quarterback competition. All of those things, um, you really start to uncover in the coming weeks.
3: Yeah. It's like a soap opera, man. You know, it's just, <laughs> it, it get, you know, it'll give you a little bit to hang on to until yeah. reality sets in, you know, and then once reality sets in, it's kind of like, okay, here we go.
1: Right. And uh, And basically everything that we said on the podcast a few weeks out the door.
3: (laughs) Right. (laughs) So (laughs) So, that's the fun thing about college football is you just never know what you're going to get, especially with a team where it has over 40 new players that's going to be on this roster playing on Saturdays this year. So until we can see a lot of these talents be put together, you know, all we can do right now is just ride the wave of, you know, all the great things that you're hearing off the field.
1: Yeah, and we will wait and see, but someone that can certainly give us a little perspective on what it all has been like is quarterback Robbie Ashford, so without further ado, let's bring him in. All right, people, well, as promised, it is now quarterback hour here on Believe in (laughs) Everything Auburn. I am so excited to welcome in our guest for today. You know him, he needs no introduction, (laughs) Robbie Ashford. Welcome to the show. Jason and I really appreciate your time. I know it's a busy week, a lot's looming, oh, yeah. and uh, I know you guys are excited to get out there. So War Eagle, first and foremost, War appreciate Eagle. you coming on, War Eagle. and uh, look, man, let's jump into it because there is plenty to talk about, and it's go time. That's oh, the reality yeah. of it. Season oh, yeah. is it's right the around the corner. It's the fun stuff. We like it, and uh, you guys are just a couple of days away from getting started with camp, but I want to go back in time a little bit since we haven't had you on the show before, obviously your story to get to Auburn, you know, you're an Alabama kid and and grew up around this kind of ball and, and then college took you elsewhere, but you ultimately come back. What's it, what's it been like for you kind of the trajectory of your college career so far, still some, some, you know, experiences ahead that are going to look a lot different than your first couple years at Auburn, but being back here, being a part of Auburn, what's it been like for you?
2: I mean, it's been great. I mean, when you just, you go 2,500 miles away, I mean, it's a a whole different ball game. So yeah, whole different lifestyle and it was just, it just wasn't me. So I just knew I needed to come back to just the South and just what I grew up in and, as soon as I got the opportunity to come back to Auburn, it was a no brainer. Uh, And just what Auburn has given me just in my short time here already has meant the world, just uh, giving me that second chance because, no, a lot of guys don't get that second chance. And I was blessed enough to, and fortunate enough to get the opportunity to come to Auburn. And uh, I just look at it every day as a blessing and just try and make the most of it every single day. And just what can I do every day to help our team become a better team and just Getting us to that spot to where I know we can be at, I feel like it's just been really big and just being able to be a part of just the new era of Auburn football too, being that yeah. first team. I mean, that means a lot. And that's something I definitely haven't taken for granted because I've never been in a situation like that, being with a brand new coach, being that first team he's had. So it's, this one's definitely meant a lot more to me because I know we can be the start of something great.
3: Yeah, you talk about, you know, for you, this is the second year in a row, you have to be part of a quarterback competition. And second year in a row now, you under two different head coaches. You know, so you have to adapt to new head coaches, and now you got got another quarterback competition. Uh, when you talk about, and like we've said before, it seems like when you play that position, it's always a competition because it's only one of the few that either you're playing or you're not playing. You know, it's not like receivers come in and out of games. Have you – Talk, what have you said to yourself from a mindset as you get ready to enter this this camp under Coach Freeze, knowing that he took a talent like Malik Willis and he was able to develop him into a, a really great, great college quarterback and, and, and to make it on Sundays? What kind of confidence that gives you heading to this camp? Because last year's camp was more a lot of noise off the field that you had to deal with, that you yeah. couldn't control. But this year is a lot of excitement, which is total opposite of last season. But right. now you've seen what this coach has done with with a talent that's similar to yours. What kind of confidence does that give you going into Thursday as a camp start?
2: I mean, that gives me the utmost confidence. I mean, just to see – just the caliber of quarterbacks coach has produced. And then, uh, I mean, just bringing in a guy like Peyton too. I mean, it's been great to work with him, just somebody that's, that's played too. So it's been fun to be able to pick his brain. some. and, uh, we don't, we don't look at the competition as, Oh, I can't like you because of that, which has right. been great. It's been a lot yeah. of, All right. it, I will say I've been in some toxic quarterback rooms just cause sure. you know, I mean, everybody wants to play and sometimes right. people just take it another way. But, yeah. This year in this room, you can just tell like, yeah, we know we're competing, but at the end of the day, we know we're here to make each other better and do what's best for the team. So everybody's bought in that mindset. And then just going out and just hearing a coach telling me that we're going to compete. I mean, as a competitor, that's all you want to hear. For me, I know I can never go out there and get complacent. And yeah. every single day, break down the film, what I do good but especially hone in on what I did bad and just Mm -hmm. those areas and just that's the biggest thing because those things that you do good I feel like those come natural those things you can do but a lot of things you do bad are things that you know you can do and you Mm -hmm. don't do it and like Mm -hmm. just being able to go through and see that and for me I like I like a a fiery coach a coach that (laughs) when I when I make a mistake he's gonna get on me like don't (laughs) don't let me make a mistake and then just be cool about it he's gonna get on me but I know it's out of love and out of out of goodness of his heart. So it's nothing I can ever take wrong. So it's been good just to be around this whole coaching staff and just to see what they're about. So it's yeah. been fun, and they've definitely instilled a lot of confidence in me that I would definitely say I lost last year just with what was going on and just battling yeah. through a whole lot of things. But they've, they've instilled in me that they believe in me and just go out there and compete. I mean, that's all I can do. So put the head down, work, be there for my guys and just – that leader i know i can be and uh just whatever we need on the team whatever whatever my role is whether it's starter backup that matter just doing what i can do to help us be in the best place uh, possible
1: totally you got the right attitude i'll tell you that much Mm -hmm. jason did you respond better to fiery coaches like he just said
3: (laughs) well every great athlete wants to be coached you know uh you want someone who's going to push you someone who knows how to push your buttons uh to get the best out of you. I've always right. said if you want a quiet coach, then that means he's looking at someone else. You know, mm-hmm. if your coach is on you and someone's fussing at you and they're trying to get the best out of you, that means they see something in you that you may totally. not see yourself at that time, but they can see it. They just gotta get you to start believing in it.
0: So right. most
3: definitely I, I you definitely want a fiery coach and you want someone that's gonna push you. And and like Robbie was saying, you know, being in a room, you know, with Peyton and Holden and Hank and all these other guys, you're all working for one coming is to win. But at the end of right. the day, you want to compete because you want to be the man pulling the trigger.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, you
3: want to be the man leading this team. So that also motivates you to want to work hard as a player and as a quarterback. And at the end of the day, the best man wins. But guess what? Even if the other man wins, I'm still competing because it happened to me my sophomore year. I didn't start yep. the first five games of the year, but I was I was participating in each one of those games. And then all of a sudden mid-season and I took the bull by the horn and I was the quarterback for the rest of my career at Auburn. So, you know, there's, there's, there's different ways that teach you a lot of things, but I think from the quarterback position, you have to be driven from within.
0: This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
1: Mm, That's a really good way to put it. And I think we saw that, I mean, the entire college football world saw that on display with the Tua-Jalen Hurts situation. Mm -hmm. Just because you're deemed the guy, you may be exactly what your team needs the next week. So staying ready for that moment is exactly. just as much a part of the leadership role of quarterbacks. So I think that's a really good conversation for y'all to get into. But I agree. I, I remember when Coach Freeze got hired, you were probably the first name everyone started talking about as benefiting from that hire because it just it seems to be Coach Freeze's bread and butter, a a quarterback with your skill set. Like you said, there are clear similarities in in your skill set and Malik Willis's, and and you saw how successful that was. And obviously what we have seen from you thus far has been an undeniable run ability. Your fantastic extending plays, your stellar outside of the pocket, you're you're so athletic in that way. But what we know about Hugh Freeze is is that RPO aspect is going to be pivotal to what he wants to do in his system what have you been doing since we saw you last season to hone in on that passing aspect and and make sure that I know so many running quarterbacks that's kind of your comfort zone right and with the (laughs) baseball background that makes so much sense that that's what you want to tap into but what's kind of been your your focus in the offseason specifically in regards to your passing game
2: yeah so the biggest thing first was just getting healthy I mean yeah that, that was the biggest thing that was getting healthy I mean going through all those those injuries just to that throwing side I mean it's yeah. hard so that definitely i definitely say it affected just just overall just how I felt just throwing I mean it sure. changed my mechanics because I, I was watching film and I'm looking at my mechanics from the first three games where I got hurt to probably like week 10 I'm like mm-hmm. man like I can, it's I can tell difference. just like wow. yeah, I can tell the difference, and you can. I was like, it's because I'm trying to compensate with this,
0: because
2: uh-huh. this is hurting all that. But uh, that that was definitely my first thing, and then just being more relaxed. I feel like yeah. I was just so so uptight, just just anxious, and just I would squeeze, I would almost squeeze the ball, like squeeze when I'm doing ready to throw, and it's just like, hey, just just relax, just let it, just let it flow. And I, that's what yeah. I had to tell myself. And it took me some time, but I've definitely felt like that. That has been a big, big, big key for me, just being more relaxed and not just. So just, oh, I got to make a play like, uh, so then I yeah. started freaking out and stuff and just overthinking. And I definitely I definitely was doing that last year because it was just points where I was like, all right, I got to make a play. Like, I got to make a play <laughs> for us like we need it. And it would just be just let it come to you. So that's been yeah. big. And then just. I feel like for me, just different velocities of balls, just between one, one ball, one and a half, two, two and a half, three balls, just all that. And that aspect, just knowing when I should put touch, when I need to drive it, when, when it's somewhere where I can take a little bit off of it and still fit it in the window to where my receiver has a chance to even get his eyes around, locate the ball. And there were times last year where I was throwing the ball and it didn't feel like I was throwing it as hard as I was, and then I go on film. I'm like, God, like I I see what they're talking about. But in the game, you know, you're not thinking. You like, what's going on? You can't really right. just be like, okay, let me let me just go dissect this. So I had to come back. I was just like, one, I'm gripping. though like, I just look so uptight. And then two, I'm throwing the ball just hard. Like, Bullets. <laughs> yeah, just hard. And I was just like, but it was. I felt like just going through and being able to just noticed those things were really big and that was really yeah. big for just what I wanted to come in and just accomplish this off season, just having just quieter feet and just because, you know, when you're an athletic guy, you get, you, you I feel like you tend Happy to just, feet. your feet. Yeah. Your feet just, they <laughs> I feel like mine just kind of move faster in the yeah. pocket than like a lot of other people. So it's kind of just being able to slow that down, just getting that rhythm. Cause when I would just go so fast, like I sometimes I would step up in the pocket, and it would just be so fast that it would get me off balance to where yeah. I'm having to take another gather step to try and get on balance. So it's just those little things. I feel like definitely played a key role, but mm-hmm. I feel like the biggest one for me was just getting healthy, just getting with our training staff and just honing in on that. And I had a little little injury uh, in the spring, but we hammered that. So I'm feeling good going into camp, which is always always a blessing. I mean, yeah. nothing on me feeling bad. Best I'ma feel uh, <laughs> until about January. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tomorrow the best day is gonna be the last best day I feel until yeah. about January. So you just kind of look at those, but uh, everything I went through last year, though, I think was a blessing. I think because yeah. I had never been put through anything like that. Like never lost two games in a row in my life, and that was Jeez. through 14, 15 years of playing football. And then you put five, I mean, mm-hmm. that tests mm-hmm. you, but it kind of puts you in that mindset, like, okay, I went through that, like I'm ready for whatever. Like, bring it like come on, bring it on.
1: Agreed.
3: Yeah, you said some key points. Uh yeah, a you don't lot feel like you yeah, said <laughs> yeah, <since> you don't <laughs> feel like you have to force, you know, force plays a lot. You know, last year, I understand that offense was was tough, you know. Mm-hmm. Anytime you switch coordinators mid season and everything, mm-hmm. also, you know. The hard part about that is you don't see a lot of points on the board. You feel like as a quarterback, sometimes you got to try and make every play, which sometimes can cause bad plays because you're trying to force it. And you said some things about kind of let the game come to you. You know, I think that's quarterback maturity. You know, that's Mm -hmm. something that you learn along the way. You learned a lot from last season. And and I want to go back to the first point that you said. I don't have to force it. That tells me that you feel comfortable with all the assets that y'all have. You feel comfortable with Coach Montgomery's offense, that the offense is going to take care of itself. I just got to let my play do my play, but don't feel like I got to do more than I have to. Uh, yeah, I unless I'm called upon to have to do that. Uh, when, when you talk about that, that tells me that you're confident in the guys that we have on this team. When you look at some of the receivers that we already have, uh, here, when you talk about Camden Brown and you know Jay Ferris here and, and 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 everything, but then you add some guys. You know, you go out and get Caleb Burton, you get Jair Shorter, you get um, the kid from Jackson State. I'm trying to think his name real quick. Shane. Uh, yeah, Shane. You get Shane. <laughs> you know, you get uh, Nick Martner from Cincinnati. You okay. know, you go out and you add depth to this room. And you know, now you're too deep at every position at the receiver room. And then you look at your tight end position. You know, most tight ends we had were blocking tight ends, and mm-hmm. they weren't utilized a lot in the offense. But now you got Rivaldo Fairweather, you know, a guy that can go up and get the ball. Sit sits, a former basketball player himself. So yeah. you look at all these weapons compared to what I with our run game. But the most important piece is the offensive line. You know, the offensive line is probably the best offensive line we've had in the last five years. Oh, these
2: uh, boys work <laughs> <it>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you
3: know, so, oh,
2: I love it. They work. Yeah.
3: So as a quarterback, you've (laughs) got to feel more confident in everything because, like I said, this is probably the best group that's been put around you since you've been at Auburn and and everything. So talk about your peers, your your teammates on offense in those positions that make you feel comfortable as a quarterback when you walk out on that football field. I can look to my right, I can look to my left, and I got equal talent, but I got these guys that's blocking in front of me that's just solid. You know, Mm -hmm. these guys work together.
2: I mean, yeah, you kind of hit on the head. I mean, I think what really, what really just kind of put me in that mindset to just know these guys can do it even more is just seeing their body of work. I mean, if I know, if I know I got somebody that I've seen him through those dog days of summer, I've seen him when he is on his last leg but he's still pushing. That give me the most confidence to know. He's going to go bust his butt every single play. He's going to do whatever it takes to get open if he's a receiver. And our line I mean, on paper, we didn't have the best O-line last year. And uh, and we guys graduated. And, uh, you know, Coach Freeze went and brought in a lot of guys. And, I mean, those guys, those guys are banded together. Just They're a tight-knit bunch. And, I mean, just to see the work they put in. I mean, because we run with them. We run with the O-line. Yeah. Yeah. So I see I see those boys working. And I mean that just gives you the most confidence because I know I'm dog tired, but I see my t- my my dog, he's dog tired too. <laughs> but we know we in this together. We know we in this together. We got one mission we're trying to accomplish. And just just to see, and just guys guys maturing every single day. I mean, mm-hmm. you bring in a lot of older guys that are helping the younger guys. I mean, you bring in transfers that are older too, definitely like the receiver position that can help guys that even been here just because I mean you can never I feel like you can never learn enough I mean yeah. you never learn enough so I kind of try and take in everything I hear from them but just those guys I mean in our running back room I mean I will argue with anybody I feel like we got the best <laughs> running back room in the country. Like, I'm with you there. I feel I feel, yeah, I feel really comfortable.
1: The spring game showed that. I was like, where the heck do these kids come from? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: then you add Jeremiah. He's gonna yep. I think he's gonna be really mm-hmm. really good. But he's got he's got great guys to learn under too. I mean yeah. I'm excited to just see all this work they've put in, not only just for them, but just for us as a team, just pay off and just come to the light because it hadn't been taken. It hadn't been unnoticed. And I mean, yeah. it's gonna come. It's gonna come to the light. But uh, these guys, they've been working. And I mean, that that gives you the utmost confidence because we know we're all working. We all know we want one goal. So we know we're gonna do whatever it takes to get there. And I mean, that means like even for me, say I gotta put the shoulder down, get a yard. If we need it, I know I got a group of brothers around me that have instilled that in me to. It where I know I have to go get that yard like yeah. it's not it's not ooh I might get I I have to get it and that's that's kind of how we look at it. we're going to get to
1: it you're you're right like I think that what you guys went through last year and and the past couple of years Jason and I have spoken a lot about it on here I don't think it can be overstated the bond that was probably created because y'all are the only ones who really know what right. it was like and what all you overcame And obviously, the past few months since this coaching staff has come in, it has felt like momentum was building, whether it was how they handled the transfer. Well, out the gate, you know, Hugh Freeze – is definitely one of an offensive reputation that excited Auburn because that's really been a side of the ball that has had some inconsistency the past few years, but his first order of business, he keeps Cadillac who definitely reinvigorated this fan base last year. So you carry on that momentum. You get some big gets in the transfer portal. He establishes a solid staff and now you see what they're doing in recruiting from our perspective. It feels like a lot of momentum is being gained. From your vantage point, is that something you're feeling whether it's in the locker room or on campus? Are you guys experiencing the same shift in the culture that us fans see?
2: Yeah, I almost could say we almost experience a little bit more almost more? just because yeah. I mean, we're there. We're there talking to those recruits just those little things—I mean, those things—we weren't really doing last year. We right. we didn't want to go to Big Cat for real. We didn't want to do all that because <laughs> it wasn't—it was no fun with it. And right? Yeah. It's,
0: it's hard. So it's dumb. hard to want to do
2: anything when you're not having fun. Yeah. And that's thats definitely something they've emphasized: just having fun. I mean, best teams in the country—you see them; they're having fun. So when you see when you see a staff, when you see like a staff like ours, just constantly out there working and just showing. Showing that they want to be great as a team that that pushes you to be like, OK, we know our coaches want to be great. We know we want to be great. So why why not go out and do it? Why not come out every single day and work? I mean, yeah. And just that that shift, it kind of started when Coach Freeze first got here. I mean, just from our first workout, it was just a whole different vibe, a whole different environment. And mm. it just I feel like it continually just got better and got better. And now, I mean, to see what they've done over these six, seven months is honestly insane. I mean, yeah, I don't feel like there's a lot of people that can make that turnaround, around, getting recruits and just, just doing all the things they've been doing. If one, you're not good at your job, and then two, if you're not passionate about it. I mean, oh, there, that's, that's, that's good really point. good when you have around coaches that are passionate about what they do. I, I really cherished it and just tried to embrace it and just make the most of it because I know Sometime soon, this college college balls will come to an end. So just trying to embrace it and just be a part of this new era and just hopefully leave a legacy at Auburn that can be remembered for this 2023
1: team. That's amazing. And that kind of chemistry and that fun and that culture that you're talking about is going to be required to set the legacy for this year like you exactly. guys are talking about. Your schedule ain't easy. It never is. There's no. a lot of new, a lot of unknown. So for y'all to have that as your foundation, I think is going to be huge this season.
3: You're probably going against the best secondary in the SEC, you know, right now on oh, paper yeah. uh, every day, you know, just yeah. talk about going against those guys, how it prepares you as a quarterback. And what's one guy we know about DJ James. We know about Keontae Scott. We know about Nehemiah Pritchett, but what's one corner that everybody probably don't know about, they may hear about a lot this year
2: oh god yeah i mean like you said best best secondary in sec maybe country i don't even go that far because i like i like my i like my defense over anybody i'm a, mm-hmm. I like my defense over anybody i like my offense over anybody i'm gonna say mm-hmm. that every time i don't care who it is <laughs> but just going against those guys i mean it's real work i mean our receivers get real work from dbs and it only helps us i mean Cause those balls are having to come into tight windows. You're having to put perfect placement on some balls because they're just on it. And it's not even that you're running a bad route. It's just, it's good on good. And I mean, that's the type of work you want. And just going out there and they're they're a fiery group. I mean, they're an aggressive group. And I mean, you love playing against them because it's always going to be good, great competition. It's always going to be great work. So they've helped me a lot because you play against them and then, Me personally, I feel like we come out there and I think my DBs are the best in the country. So I'm going to go out there and not feel like I'm going to be like, okay, I've played against the best of the best. Like, let's go. Like, it kind of puts you in that mindset to just be like, okay, I practice against these guys every single day. Like. Like that was kind of like me last year going against those guys like D Hall and them just being able to escape out the pocket. I mean, I'm running mm-hmm. from them all day. It it get to a point where it's kind of easy because it's like <laughs> those those dudes are the best at what they do. Yeah. But yeah, they're they're a fiery group, competitive, whole lot of athletes. I mean, I, our DB room is stacked. I mean, yeah. you can go from one to three, and a three yeah. could be a one at any other school. Yeah. Which is crazy, so but true. I think one, I think one, one DB that's gone. I think a lot of them, but one that has stood out from the time he got here, from yeah. the time oh, he got yeah? here, he stood yeah. out from the time he got here. He come in, he worked like a pro, worked like he'd been here in college before, and he just he's a ball player. I mean, it's no yeah. way to put it, He's a ball player. He, he he's he's years ahead of what he actually is. So. Yeah. Just see that, I think he's going to make a big impact early and potentially be Auburn great at that cornerback position.
1: My last one for you, and then we'll do a little rapid fire because we love to do that, get <laughs> to know you a little bit better. But obviously the dog days of summer, as you said – are uh, certainly going to be in effect in the coming days as fall camp is ahead. And uh, it is hot in Alabama. We know that. And it is going to be impactful. I'm sure it's going to be tough. And uh, a lot is going to be coming out of it. So obviously, we will learn a lot as camp unfolds. But based on what you know now about the guys, about the staff, about the mentality, give the listeners a little bit of what you expect this offense to look like this season
2: explosive is going to be okay. right uh, okay. up tempo good up tempo you I mean you know just in this day and age i mean that up tempo game i've never been a true no no huddle up tempo really? offense like this okay. until now and just to see like the wonders it can really work is yeah Really insane. Now I see how teams like Ole Miss were putting up the amount of points they do. Right. When your boys are in shape and you can run ten plays back to Uh back to back to back and not get tired, defense is gonna get tired. Yes. I mean, so I say explosive, up tempo, fun. I I just feel like we're have fun on offense. Yeah. And not just not just in just our creative players or whatever because I don't even know what we're gonna put it in. We haven't put anything like that in. But I mean, just, he is creative now. Yeah, he won't I mean, shy he away creative. from that. Yeah, I yeah, he's a great halftime adjuster too. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna send one clip to our line to one of our linemen and say, "Hey, send this to coach. Tell him you want to run this." A little, <laughs> little, little throwback to Laramie and a uh, sugar bowl.
1: Oh, nice. uh, Oh, you're going through the archives, man.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) But it's going to be fun. It's just I feel like fun. I mean, you're going to see a lot more guys just upbeat, smiling. I mean, and I feel like that's going to play a big role in us just being able to move the ball. And just when you have that that confidence that, okay, get four yards on this play, get four yards on this, get four on this. And then boom, you hit those shots. I mean, mm-hmm. that's fun. I mean, as old linemen, you know, they have fun getting in those trenches, run game, just they have fun. I mean, you see, you see how much fun they have doing it. I mean, yeah. that's the biggest thing. I just feel like fun.
1: Well, yeah. man, our listeners are just gonna be so thrilled here in this episode. You got everybody fired up for season that I is hope for so. sure.
0: <laughs> well, let's
1: hit you with some rapid fire, get to know you a little bit better off the field and then We will send you on your way. You got some sleeping to do before fall camp, my (laughs) guy, because they ain't going to take it easy on you. Yeah, I got to go
2: get in this soon, real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Or that.
1: Or that. Okay, so favorite restaurant in Auburn? Ooh.
2: I'm going to have to go probably probably go Hamilton's.
0: (gasps) Oh, no, 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 no. I'll take it back.
2: I'll take it back. I'll go Acre. Acre
1: also good answer fantastic <laughs> that's good stuff okay uh what is your pre-game music style
2: i'm more of like a hip-hop rap guy i gotta get Are in you? that mode just kind of get upbeat for a little bit then, yeah. then i bring it down but <laughs> i gotta get myself in that mindset just go out there get i get my mind right pre-game i'm you a young i'm a young boy i'm a young boy fan i'm a young okay. boy fan yeah. Everybody, everybody be trying to say that's my twin. It's it's crazy. Oh. I've been hearing that. I've been hearing that since I was about 15. It's, that's it's crazy. And I've seen pictures where we do kind of look alike. Yeah, get like, we nah, need a side by twin. side. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably go young boy. Okay. Young boy, you give me a little bit of Rilo and little okay. baby, and I'm good.
1: I like it. Okay. okay. Favorite part of a home game day in Auburn.
2: Ooh, Ooh that. Is- now that's hard. Oh. <laughs> uh, Tiger Walk. I think my first Tiger Walk Everyone was says that. Tiger Walk oh, was right, insane. Tiger, right. I remember my first one. I was like, oh my gosh. Like yeah. it's just a different feeling, Tiger Walk. It's just like, cause it's that walk right before you get into walk before you oh. get in the stadium. It just Tiger Walk almost feels like a movie. Like yeah, it almost, it almost doesn't feel real. Like, you cool. see how many people are there. You like, man, all these people. This, we ain't even got in the stadium yet. Like, <laughs> but I'll say Tiger Walk, or I'd have to go Swag Surf. After Ooh. I love Swag Surf, I love, I man. love Swag and the, Surf. In the
1: the new light system, it just, <laughs> yeah, it gets like it going, man.
2: Yeah, when we be A and M, that Swag Surf is insane.
1: You will never forget that game. I would imagine never. that game was absolutely insanity.
2: The God, but we, it we
1: just, won. yep, yeah. it was a special day for so Auburn, for yeah. sure. But yeah. uh, yeah, I think all of you guys like Tiger Walk so much because there's barricades now. Jason used to get the crap kicked out of him because yeah. fans <laughs> could get all up on you, and right. uh, yeah, he said that used to hurt worse than the game sometimes.
3: So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> i well, used to be serious, like people just <laughs> pumping you your chest, and you know, and
2: oh, um, let's go, let's go,
3: yeah, they're like,
1: excited, <laughs> but yeah. So, you, know, you guys I'm got sure, parameters now. Exactly. Yeah. I'm sure Tiger Walk will be insane this year, considering we have sold out season tickets. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. there I'm is that. i excited to see this one this year. Yeah. Okay. And who is a quarterback that you have looked up to other than Jason Campbell?
2: <laughs> uh, Tom Brady. My I'm too old for really? that. Really? I mean, <laughs> we don't, he he don't, we don't Tom's play. Tom's older alike. than me then. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> you good, Jake. Yeah, Tom. We don't play alike, but – He's a winner. Like I mean, yeah. I grew, up, me. I grew up being a Patriots fan. I'm still a Patriots fan. I'm not on, I'm okay. not on the bandwagon. We aren't too good right now. but I feel you. We're, we're on the we're on come yeah, up. I don't just like them
3: Patriots. <laughs> yeah.
1: but Can't yeah, join um,
2: they, they cheated me out of game in 2013.
1: Oh, dear. Oh, He's just
2: a winner. I mean,
1: those are of people it's... you
2: want to look up to. I mean, when I see somebody yeah. just winning, I'm automatically going to be drawn to you. And then just That's to fair. see just. How he goes about everything. Just that's kind of the mindset I try and have, I'm still working, but yeah. every day is a grind. But I always like to look up to Tom. I mean, everybody's you like, are. I don't play nothing alike. I'm like, I know, but Tom knows how to win, and I like him. Yeah. And he's a Patriots <laughs> man. There you go. Man, he's, and I'm a Patriots fan. Yeah. Like, what do you expect? <laughs> that
1: makes sense. That makes sense. Well, Robbie, good times ahead, man. We can tell by the way yeah. you're talking that you, you've got some some passion and a lot of expectations for this year and we love to see it so thank you again for your time best thank of luck up. out there in the coming weeks and uh, we'll see you Labor Day weekend
2: for sure War Eagle War Eagle. Yep. War Eagle
0: this is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer he hears things differently to the untrained ear everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping so he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand and he knows granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done
1: you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks that's what our podcast people are the worst brings you with each episode i'm rachel